0: Hello, we are Hawksman Real Estate. I am James Mason. And I'm Sarah Colenso. And we are here to talk to you about the local property market. With many of you asking us questions about what's happening right now, we thought it would be a good idea, time to time, for us to sit down and have a chat about what we believe is going on in the local market. Well, now that we're in September, we thought it would be a good idea for Sarah and I to get together and just give a quick overview on how the summer months have gone And then more importantly, perhaps, what this last three or four months of the year is going to look like. So, I mean, it it has been interesting, hasn't it, Sarah?
1: I'm getting a little bit sick of new normals, I'll be honest, James. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, again, completely unpredictable. Uh, We didn't know this was going to happen. Um, And it's been sort of... Something that we've had to sort of accelerate to get used to again, haven't we? Well, I think, look,
0: um, the market has been performing over this year, I think, quite predictably on what we knew what was happening. And then in June, um, the interest rate hike of the half a percent seemed to have the biggest effect on the mortgage market. And and, and that's when... And it also is funny because we talked about this. It's almost like a perfect storm in that it coincided in June with the end of term and people going away on holiday and I don't know if you saw this this year but I saw loads of people going away before the end of term.
1: Well yeah and then didn't come back did they?
0: Yeah so everybody went away for I don't know what I felt was a longer holiday this year I mean people were away. They just didn't come back that's the thing. didn't come back did yeah. they no it and felt like
1: a real recalibration of everything people were just like let's just see what happens that's that seemed to be the tone of the summer. reminiscent
0: of Brexit year very
1: much so wasn't oh, it oh my goodness do you remember Brexit year
0: reminiscent of yeah. Brexit year mm-hmm. uh, Danes hill sports day Men. Were, the results came in. Uh, there were kids running up and down, and there were men pacing tennis courts. There weren't were there, and on there were women phones. crying. Yes, it was. Um, I remember
1: it, my husband just kept checking his phone, waiting for someone to announce that "Oops, we've made a mistake, and actually, we are going <laughs> to stay in Europe." And that never happened. <laughs> I still wish he'd been right about that. But it was
0: interesting to see what happened then. So we're talking uh, 2016 then, and it just shut down, didn't it? Yep. I mean, just July and August just shut down. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because we, d- this year was was similar in in activity numbers in that the majority of people just went away. Um, we still sold houses, and I would say the quality of buyer that was around this year was exceptional.
1: There were some fantastic quality buyers out there with mm. wheelbarrows full of money. Yeah, who, w- yeah. who
0: want to get on with it.
1: 100%. Um,
0: and in fact, we again went to multiple bids on properties. Um, we did some lovely
1: private deals as well, but we can talk about that but, later if you but like. The
0: numbers, but the numbers that were out there... Um, they just weren't anywhere near what uh, you would normally expect for a July and August. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, a quarter of what you'd normally expect, which is a quarter of what is normal in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was funny. But but interestingly enough, just I think like Brexit year, September, everyone came back from their summer holes. And they said,
1: let's get it done. And they said, let's get on with yes. it.
0: Best of British, stiff upper lip and all that. So we have already seen in September the phone ringing off the hook, which is interesting yep. from both sellers... And buyers, and buyers who want to get things done before Christmas. Yes,
1: and what sort of buyers are they? Because we've noticed quite a a strong profile of buyers, haven't we?
0: So, Well, look, Mm. chain-free. So a lot of the buyers that we're registering now are chain-free, and interestingly enough, that has been something that has been an absolute pain in the backside all year, is actually chains breaking down. So whereas before you'd hear a call from a buyer saying, hey, we're under offer to a first-time buyer and it's all going through and that's great. You think, oh, brilliant, wonderful. Yeah, first-time buyer's great. Now it
1: sends a chill of fear down your spine, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It does if they're dealing with certain Southwest London or, mm-hmm. you know, West London estate agents who have put, you know, a kid on the um, sales progression to look after it. And you're ringing up going, do you actually know what's happening yeah. here? Is there, is there any management going on? So it is um, nice at the moment, if you're thinking of selling your property, to try and find someone who is chain free. Um Cash buyers are great, and there are loads of cash buyers around at the moment. But mortgages actually, to be fair, we can talk about mortgages again in a minute, um, but mortgage rates have come back down recently. But again, we're getting used to the new normal, aren't we? Another new normal. And actually, I think as people get their heads around it, you know... You're going to buy a house, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And, and if it costs you a little bit more, you cut your cloth accordingly and you maybe buy something a little bit under your budget. Yes. Um, I think
1: people have had to readjust their budgets. That seems to be a, quite a trend, hasn't it? That people who were looking in one bracket have just had to rein themselves in a bit to keep up with the affordability of it.
0: And the question is, have estate agents realised that wow. in their pricing mm-hmm. and have sellers accepted that in the advice that they're being <laughs> given? And, <laughs> We've had uh, some
1: awkward conversations, haven't we?
0: It is a mixed result, isn't yeah, it? It's like a it bag of revels. Really
1: Everyone's still catching up, but like a bag was it, of revels.
0: Yeah, I was, I was I hoping you got that reference. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of them are coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I actually like the coffee ones. Wow. I'm disappointed they took the peanuts out, though. <laughs> I understand why. I'm still disappointed. So, but it's, yeah.
0: it, you know, you just never know what you're getting. Yeah. And we see properties going onto the market now at figures which are just nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely insane. Can't work it out. Three weeks later, they come down by 15%. And that's
1: been a particular trend, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: And you wonder mm. what the conversation is between... Client and agent. Is that something that the agent has pitched to them Mm -hmm. and said, hey, I've got an idea. Uh, Let's go crazy Mm -hmm. and then we'll bring it back down and you'll look like you've got it massively wrong. Or is it the vendor, the seller... Twisting the agent's arm and saying, well, hold on, let's put it on for more money because that's what I think my house is worth. I
1: think it's a bit of both, to be honest with you. you. And the conversations we've had, uh, it it doesn't work out well, does it? It doesn't work
0: out well. And I think just putting a house on the market based on what you need Mm. um, is challenging because that's not how a property is valued. And Mm -hmm. I think... You know, I, I should say this: we take an awful lot of time when it comes to valuing and um, then some, yeah, valuing houses, and you, you try and get them all right. Mm-hmm. And I think in the majority of cases, we're, we're pretty much spot on. But um, you know, there are some crazy valuations, especially now. Mm-hmm. You go back to the beginning of the year and you think, well, do you know what? You could get away. You with You could
1: your, roll the dice a bit, couldn't you? you could and see the dice how it a went. Bit, Absolutely, get away with mm-hmm. it.
0: But I think after July, definitely, and then going into August, I think people need to be a little bit more conservative. But the big question is now, what's going to happen in September and October?
1: Well, we... We've talked about what we hope would happen and what we think is going to happen. And it's looking, it's all pointing in that direction, isn't it? That we I, are going to have a couple of decent I months. I think
0: it's behaving as we expect it to exactly. behave, which is great. Yes. And, and we've had lots of vendors, lots of sellers, mm-hmm. asking us, what do you think September's going to be like? Mm-hmm. And the the question, the answer was always, we don't know until we get there, really. yeah. Uh, we don't know until the kids have gone back to school. And my God, mm-hmm. some of them went back to school late, didn't they, as well? But some of
1: them went really, really early. Some of them went in August, and they weren't even the American schools. I felt quite sorry for well, them. Well,
0: I was going to say, if you went from... Eight To St. (laughs) Teresa's. I mean, the the spread is absolutely (laughs) crazy in in date. Um, But I think we're back into a zone now where buyers are there who want to be either in or exchanged Mm -hmm. by Christmas. By
1: Christmas. And that's that's very achievable still, isn't it? Especially, I mean, if you're on the market now and a deal is being wrapped yep. up now, yep. then, uh, you know, all things being equal with the right people pulling so in it's the not, same direction.
0: Okay, so look, uh, sales chasing is the bane of my life. And it is also your superpower. It Well, so. we, we, we try. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it was. No. You, you, you don't put a deal together... Um, on average, and it just goes through in four weeks, it's bloody hard work. Mm -hmm. And actually now deals are taking a little bit longer. So if you're thinking you want to be in by Christmas, that means you're completing second week of December, which means you're exchanging by the end of November. So we're already halfway through September now. I know. So you've got six weeks really Mm -hmm. to get the deal Mm. agreed. Yes. And then it's a race, isn't it? So I think that, um, we have definitely got this window of September and October and, and, Everyone is saying to us, what should we do? Mm-hmm.
1: And I think given the timeline that you've just been talking about, the key message here is get it right first time because you can't, you know, ha- you know, have a go at putting it on at a really inflated price and hope for the best because your property is already going to be stale by the time your dream buyer comes through the door. So why not put it on at a realistic price, attract the right people, set your stall out with the right message. We're realistic, we're motivated, we want to do a deal. And then you still got time to get... Get in by Christmas
0: bloody hell can we just put that on the website oh I mean but that yeah. is it is is get it right the first time mm-hmm. because we're in a marketplace that punishes mistakes really does it, it, it does your phone know.
1: literally doesn't ring if you put it on at too much money
0: if you are if you are advertising your property at too much money the inquiries are just not there people are not stupid they won't look at it they just won't and if your agents saying oh I' bringing people around nope. they're the wrong they're buyers the wrong I mean, we, we spoke mm-hmm. to a lady who had had I think 14, 15 viewings mm. on the house, not a single offer. Mm. Um, and all of the feedback was pretty much the same. And and basically, Abs- yeah. it was the wrong type of house for them because they, they've they got a budget that would get them something far greater than and the other. And they had there.
1: expectations. And so that yeah. house was disappointing. And then you put it in the right price bracket yeah. and it's a bonanza. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is.
0: And absolutely. Mm. You know, you say we've had two properties which we put on at what we think are really competitive prices. And guess what? They've both gone to multiple offers and they've both had... Double-digit viewings mm-hmm. within the space of a weekend. Yes. So the market, the market is still there, definitely. Mm-hmm. But um, we are saying, without doubt, get it right the first time.
1: Hundred percent. And of course, the other challenge at the moment of getting it wrong is if you get it wrong with the wrong agent, and then you've got to deal with that massive, uh, long lock-in period, isn't it? God,
0: eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 20, 20, 24 weeks, I heard that an agent oh, had signed goodness. someone up to, with, Sarah, a four-week notice period That's after appalling. that. It's the most disgusting thing in the marketplace, as far as I think, Agencies, uh, agents going in and overvaluing things is one thing, but then locking a client mm-hmm. into a contract with them where they can't do anything about that so they've been stitched up on price and they're locked in so you can't go it's like an abusive relationship isn't it it's like you're being you're being you're being love bombed and then gaslit, and then punished aren't and then you ignored. I mean, yeah. and then ignored I mean it's, it's just not right and don't do it look I'm going to say this now don't do, don't do it don't do it don't sign an estate agency contract that is any longer than four weeks. And best advice I can give you, the minute you've signed the contract on a separate piece of paper, write the notice and give it to them at the same time. They'll look at you like you're mad, but then they've got to work for their money. They've been given their notice, Mm -hmm. which is 28 days. They've got a four week contract, so they've got four weeks to sell your house. Now listen, if there are brilliant estate agents out there and you really enjoy working with them and they've got lots of good viewings and the feedback's genuine, and it isn't weekend or Wendy or Saturday Sue doing the viewings. It's you're getting good service. You just haven't sold. Stay with them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to leave on the twenty eighth day. You know it isn't a tearful goodbye, and you know you're, you're going off on a train, and they're waving you down, misty eyed. You can stay with them, but giving them notice on the day of instruction. It's really
1: putting a fire under them, isn't it?
0: Two things: one, it protects you. Two, it makes them realise mm. they're not dealing with an idiot here. Yeah. So that's my my number one advice: is do not si- nobody sign anything like a 12- or 16-week contract, it is mad, yes, just, mad. And it's actually just awful, really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the minute you go onto the market... Give them
1: notice. I give like them, the, give yeah. them the
0: notice in the same envelope. Mm-hmm. Their minds will be blown. No one will have ever had it. No, no one will have ever had it, but you yeah. do it. Uh, their minds will be blown, and they have to be honest, and they have to work for their money. Also, by the way, if, let's just say if, these little darling estate agents have lied to you about the price and they know that they've been disinstructed, guess what? They're going to tell you in about 10 days, not waste. They're not going to be week. dragging
1: it out. Absolutely. And yeah. that
0: seems to be the case. We've noticed as well. Um, I don't know if buyers have noticed this, but <laughs> when you see all the new price reductions coming on, they always seem to be on a Friday.
1: Oh, completely. And almost to a schedule. Some of them well, with one it, particular agent we've noticed. It's, haven't we? it's so ring
0: round. It's ring round Friday, oh, isn't it? So me. Friday morning, mm. Hit the phones, lads. Hit the phones, lads. What was it? The fear factor. Call them them up. Get it down in price. And then Friday lunchtime, they're reduced. Friday afternoon, the emails come out. And then you hope that you might get some extra viewings on the Mm -hmm. Saturday. So, um, yeah, there are formulas that people are... I don't like it. It's horrible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Right? We'd much rather get it right the first time around.
1: Absolutely. And this is what we say to our clients. We'd, We'd rather we don't care what you think of us in half an hour when we're doing valuations or whatever. We care what you think of us in six months' time. Yeah. You know, we'd be horrified if we thought that people were slagging us off. We want them to stay with us because they want to stay with us, not because we've tied them in and we're laughing away. Uh, we want people to stay because they know that we're doing the best job that anyone could. Yeah, so,
0: absolutely, I think, yeah. I think be very, very careful on overvaluing, but be very, very careful on contracts. In. Yeah.
1: absolutely. So Sarah,
0: with all these buyers then, what's on their wish list? What's hot, what's not?
1: Well, in our area, the private roads, private estates are always going to be popular. Still are, always, always will be. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Um, an easy commute to a primary school—that uh, might be a walk or a short drive. Yeah. Um, with all the traffic lights and temporary uh, r- and the roadworks and everything we've got at the moment, that could be a half-mile commute in any direction. Well, I was going to say, a, twenty minutes. A so walk from
0: almost anywhere is probably uh, it's quicker way to than get the short anyone, drive, honestly. isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
1: what's going on? I don't know. I feel like with I'm everybody. being pranked. Uh, yeah. They put roadworks up for six weeks one bit and you go okay they were done lovely oh they put some down the road now really i use it and then you turn right or you turn left and there are more i don't know what's happening it's very frustrating
0: i I wonder if someone is playing a prank on us
1: the other thing that i think is going to remain popular is having more than one workspace within the house yeah um it was always nice to have a study now it's essential to have a room that you can create a workspace Mm. out of and sometimes you need two because you know two yeah. people could be regularly working from home yeah. and don't want to either well they either We've actually come across a few people who can sit in the same room and work How side do you by do side. That? I honestly don't know. How do you I do don't that? know it's magic, it's yep. wizardry and I don't think I will ever grasp that concept. No.
0: Um but <laughs> that,
1: it can be a room big enough for two workspaces or two separate rooms that can be used for workspaces, which yeah. I think is probably, probably more better. practical. But probably there we are. Better, yeah. isn't it? And obviously gardens, people love a good garden. We've had some cracking gardens this summer, haven't we?
0: Well, do you know what? It's not been the sexiest of summers as far as weather goes but we have had the most amazing gardens. And I think wandering around a home, look, you know my obsession with green, green grass. Was Mm -hmm. it green grass gets viewers? Yes. Um, You know, green, green grass and and lovely, luscious borders and all of that kind of Mm -hmm. thing that you don't necessarily have in London. I think if you are appealing to that buyer coming out, getting your garden looking fantastic is always great. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you don't need to have an absolute park or forest in Not there. Not at all. Um, it's just
1: somewhere if you can glance out of a window and see something beautiful out of yes. your window, you know, and that could just be some colourful pots or anything, couldn't it? A lovely patio area, lawn. It does bit make
0: such a difference. And I think as we're really going does. into now that, because the weather's changed now, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Look, I mean, long trousers and long sleeves for the first time for mm-hmm. Three months, really. But I think that um, going into this period of the year, that kind of, you know, end of summer into early autumn, I think having a bit of colour in the garden still... Yes. And having a garden and that possible. looks... Less- Mm-hmm. it is really nice. I think buyers really do like that um, they really
1: do and you, you know you're selling a dream aren't you and whoever's you looking are. to live in this area is probably considering some sort of a lifestyle change whether it's upsizing downsizing or whatever and a garden is always going to be an amazing asset to have in any house that you're selling well, so if you can listen, make it a feature then go for it and what
0: do we sell we sell family homes we so families do. need to have a little bit of space outside we as have well. a family
1: mantra um, is there room to kick a football and that's always helpful you can create a space to kick a football even if it's against a wall but it is nice to know that a child can go out and run around and go a bit
0: mad so look there you have it it's a window of opportunity I think that's the key takeaway from all of this that you've got September October and maybe that first couple of weeks of November as well if you're looking at selling this year and the three best tips that I can give you is get the price right If you are signing up with an agent, don't sign for anything more than four weeks. Remember, it's an ongoing contract, so it carries on if you're happy with them. It just means you've got the ability to change if you're not, and give them their notice the same day that you sign the contract. It flips the power straight back to you. If you are thinking about moving in the local area and you want to have a chat with us about what's going on, get in touch and we'd love to help out. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha!